Hello friends, happy Sunday or any other day that you're listening to this. Welcome to the Manuka Sunday podcast. I'm your host Mel, the founder of Manuka Sunday. I'm the creative director, a consultant, and I'm a designer. I'm an ex-athlete and overall I'm an entrepreneur. And over the past two weeks, I have felt the roller coaster of an entrepreneur's life. I feel like I've had the ups, the downs, and absolutely everything in between. I have been working so much lately and all on amazing things that I get to be proud to say I'm a part of, but damn. When there's a busy season in an entrepreneur's life, it is full on. And I wanna remind you that if you are going through this, you're not alone. Sometimes you just got to push a little harder, but I, yeah, there's, it's, it's funny you go back two weeks ago and I was honestly pushing myself to points where I was kind of forgetting the whole point of building what I was building. I got lost in numbers. I was gaining traction and wanted to be the best. And I was just caught up with all the work that I was saying yes to. And I was spending all my days taking calls, all the calls that I could, and my nights were trying to get the projects done that I was taking calls from. And when you're fully engulfed in a stressful work environment, you kind of just forget why you started in the first place. So fast forward to this <laughs> this past week, I have launched a new YouTube channel, which is amazing and exciting. And I'm so pumped to be committing to it because I've always wanted to do this. And it has fully recharged my passion for what I'm doing. It literally made me start rethinking about why I started and why I got into this, what I'm doing, how far I've come. And it really made me appreciate all the work that's been put in. If you haven't checked it out yet, I'll put the link in the um, description for the YouTube channel. It's gonna be a lot of value, education, fun, girl time, chats, behind the scenes, all that stuff. I just it kind of explained like everything that I want it to be in the first couple minutes of the video. So check that out. But for the most part, a little overview. I just want it to be, I want to, I want to be able to give back to YouTube because I have spent so much time on YouTube learning all the skills that I've learned for my business and just like everything. I'm a YouTube girl at heart for sure. So I'm super excited about doing that. And I can't wait to kind of get a little bit more behind the scenes and just showcase everything that we're doing, creating a business. So going through all of this, having the tough week, then building the YouTube channel and kind of like restarting my, my passion, not restarting, but just like reigniting, I would say. It was like a huge feeling of motivation and I was excited to work again and all the feelings came back to me of like what I'm doing. So I started thinking about why I started my whole business again. What really charged up this passion for design and working with other entrepreneurs and it made me really want to record the reason why I started this and like where I've come from and how I actually made the steps to leave my corporate or nine to five I wouldn't really say it was corporate but nine to five job so you may be thinking or you may be listening to this thinking I'm ready to leave my nine to five I'm ready to build my own passion I'm ready to put all the hours that I'm putting into somebody else's business into my own if you're thinking this, I was in the exact same spot and I want you to take a moment to acknowledge that you are completely in control. Even though your days may feel hectic or you feel like you're not doing what you want to be doing, you feel like there's more out there for you, but you just don't know what it is yet. 
you are still in control. So take a second to acknowledge that you are in charge of your own life and that you can make decisions today that will impact tomorrow, next week, and in turn your future path. So in this episode, I'm going to chat about my experience leaving the 9 to 5, what I would do today if I were to do it all again, and my biggest tips for anyone that's taking this next step. And if this resonates or you know somebody that this could be helpful for, please share as it only helps this channel grow even more. And if I could just get one tip or piece of experience that can help somebody else out there into the world, that is all I can ask for. Okay, so let's hop in. So I feel like my experience was a little bit different. And with anybody going into leaving their something comfortable, whatever it is, your nine to five, your like a stable income, I think there's two ways that you're going to get out of it. There's either the step away from it that you take yourself or you're kind of forced out of it, which honestly, I think like sometimes the the second is needed and everything happens for a reason. Even if you're laid off, things like things like that happen, that's just like out of your control. It's almost for the better. I literally have had this situation happen to me where I was let go from an amazing job that I literally thought was going to be my full career path um, because the executive ahead of me was let go and the team kind of was dissolved by the company. But I had a moment where I was like, the world's ending. I have no idea what to do. And then I gave myself that moment to stress, cry, everything in between. And I put together a resume, started walking around the streets of Toronto, and I found myself a job that honestly ended up being the best experience I could have possibly asked for. And what that turned into was an opportunity that I could jump into the flames of just working as hard as I could and learning everything that I possibly could until I had that day where I was like, you know what? I could be doing this for myself. So if you're in that feeling, I understand it. It's terrifying. It's stressful. And you just, I feel like it's very easy to get in your mind about being like, I can't do this, but just know that you can. So my experience was a little bit different than what it would be like today because it was the classic 2020 story where we were in the middle of the pandemic and everyone got laid off on that March 20th almost two years to this day actually or three years I don't know it's crazy but that March 20th everyone laid off don't know what's gonna happen next and we're all just sitting at home being like okay we got two weeks off and I was thinking to myself I'm like what could I do with this time and I started building Manuka Sunday I created it as honestly like a passion project a journal whatever it was I was just like I'm gonna post for fun because I have so much time on my hands and I need to be doing something. So I just started researching how to grow an Instagram as fast as possible. And I made amazing connections through that, that were all in like the wellness space. And it was very, it was really connecting myself to my past life as an athlete for sure. So I was getting that itch that I kind of hadn't scratched in a long time. And at this point I was completely freelancing for the company that I was with Um, before everyone was laid off because I was doing marketing for them and they needed some online presence and everything like that. So I was helping them out and I was getting like a solid amount of hours enough to live. So I still didn't have that real like push to be like, I need to do something else for money. But with all this time on my hands, I started really thinking about what I wanted to be doing and what was enjoyable for me. And I found myself really leaning into 
the, the things, the topics that I was seeing on Instagram when I was playing around with my Manuka Sunday account, I was like, I am fully back into this world that I was in when I was an athlete and I was training and I was like taking care of my health and all these things that I really put aside from when I was working in like my nine to five job. And then all of a sudden my account started growing and I had somebody reach out And this is like before I put any details on what my services were or like what I was good at. I wasn't technically anybody that somebody would come and pay because I was just posting about my thoughts and it was like very health and wellnessy. And somebody messaged me saying like, would you be interested in doing social media for me? And I was like, mind blown. Like this, this could be a thing. And I know this this sounds super weird now because it's just such an obvious job now being a social media manager and you can freelance it and do it like you can make it your own thing very easily now and people do it a lot. I shouldn't say easily because it's not an easy job, but at the time I just wasn't thinking about it in a way where it's like, I know I'm good at this. I can monetize it and do it for other people on my own time. So when this happened, I really thought about, well, what are the other things that I could kind of use my skills to work with other people rather than just like trying to wait around for a pandemic to end to see if I had my job back. So I think a good starting point, if you're in this position and you're not really understanding like what exactly you could monetize from your skill set, think about just take a moment to brainstorm and write out all the different things that you are good at and highlight the things that you could actually see yourself doing what you actually enjoy doing what you want to be doing and definitely underline the ones that people come to you and ask you about on a daily basis there are so many different pathways for careers nowadays i think like any type of skill can really be turned into something that you can create a full business around and when it comes natural to you and it's a, a, a skill that people gravitate to you organically with or for, then it's going to be enjoyable. You're going to love showing up and doing that. You're going to help people and it's just not going to feel forced and sticky and it's going to be on your own time. So after you have your brainstorm of skill sets or things that your pathways that you could see yourself going down I would ask yourself in three to five years is this going to be still enjoyable for me because that's extremely important and not that you can't pivot or change the pathway a little bit because I obviously have there's been lots of points where I'm like yeah I don't want to do that anymore and that's the magic of it like you can do whatever you want to just make sure if you're setting a goal that needs consistency and work at it and like time and patience make sure it's something that you are going to enjoy the next thing I would do is try to identify a goal what do you want to be doing first and what are you good at what are you bad at go back to that brainstorm list and what do you have experience in I think that's really important do you need to build a portfolio do you need to get experience on doing like some free work here and there do you need to do an internship things like that are all different things that you can kind of um, take in for account if you don't want to do an internship are you going to go find do some research on finding a course that's going to help you with that skill set and it'll probably help you with a little bit of a timeline say if you're setting a goal for yourself being like i want to leave my nine to five in four months there's a solid time for what you have to do basically hone in your skills 
do some research, make a portfolio, all the little things that you think that are needed for you to step into that next step, whatever it is, you have a timeline and then you can build backwards from that. And that's absolutely something that I would recommend. It's also something that I would recommend for finances. So if you have a four or six month goal to leave your job, then you have some time to save up and make a plan of attack because I mean, obviously not everybody has the uh, ability to just know exactly when they're going to leave, but identifying five top goals that you need to do or top things that you need to do before reaching that date or that goal that you have in mind is going to be extremely important. So with my situation, I was kind of forced into it, like I said, with the pandemic situation, but I, so I didn't really have a whole lot to plan for as it kind of came out of nowhere, but I did have a good amount of savings ready to go. And that made me feel a lot more comfortable because I did know that like one day I did want to do this. I wanted to step into my own situation and my own role and things like that. So I did have a savings that I felt comfortable leaving like a stable financial situation. And then I looked at my options when I started or when I got into like this whole scene I was at an internship um, when I was at university I applied for an internship at Crankworks Whistler and I met this girl who she came into she she was hired into the role as like a freelance um, event I forget what her name was called but or like her title but she was basically brought in as a freelance social media person that just covered events and she just covered it like crazy well she did it in all angles all social media platforms and she just she came in and ran the show and it was cool because I was uh kind of running everything until the festival or the crankworks is like a big 10-day festival for anyone that doesn't know and so I was running all the social media and communications stuff before the festival and then she came in and she just like brought all the systems to make it all happen because this is like an insane event that happens that's like you need a full team for and I was talking to her at the end of it I was like so how did you get into this and she said the biggest thing that happened to me was that I started I took I was at a nine to five and I took one client on on the side because I was like you know what I have some extra time to dive into this whole world why not and do it for somebody else and then she said eventually that person shared her growth or shared her success with another friend so they reached out for social media and so on and so on and then she ended up realizing one day that she had enough clients on the side that she could replace her half of her salary with and she was like you know what that's enough for me to make this happen because I'm going to be happier if I'm doing it on my own and I can grow my own thing and that's what she did. She like booked a call for the night in the next two weeks to quit her job. And she's been traveling the entire world, tra- um, covering events for social media. So it's a very cool thing. And like, that's the kind of the first time that I realized that you could really take it into your own hands. Like one person sharing her story and her success for her skills made that entire thing happen. And it just grew and grew and grew. So after that conversation with her, I went back to school for another, my last year, but I always had it in my brain that I was like, you know what, that's what I want to do. That's exactly what I can see myself doing. And 
I mean, I'm not doing exactly what she was doing now, but it is along the same path. And what I did from that conversation was researched and got myself ready for to just like put myself in the best position to be able to do that. I researched, I tried to find other people that have done it. I listened to them. I listened to past experiences, what they did right, what they did wrong. Find people that are in your industry that have done it before and just ask them all the questions. I mean, sometimes it's the most annoying thing ever to kind of hear the, can I pick your brain situation? But that's a whole nother story. But I think that you can find ways to give somebody else value and say like, Hey, I am new to the scene. I want to learn from experiences. I want to grow my knowledge. And I know that you've been very successful in this industry and just find ways that you can give them something back. There's so many unique and clever ways that you, they could probably find you very useful. For example, I'm meeting with somebody to talk about hiring and they are extremely successful person in this industry they've written a book they do speaker or speaking events all over the world and he is like I, I just look up to him with all of that but I know that I'm like I don't want to just ask him be like can I pick your brain on this because he does not have time for that so it actually came up that he was wanting to train his social media manager for his business um, about a little bit more organization and things like that. So he came to me for that. And I thought that was the perfect opportunity to ask him if I could interview him about hiring because I knew that I didn't want to just say like, hey, can I take you for coffee? Because honestly, a, a busy business, anybody doesn't have time for that. And it can be great sometimes but at the same time it can be a waste of time for people or that's kind of what they see it as so I tried to take it I tried to give as much value in return for I'm going to be kind of like showing the ropes on how to organize the social media account and in turn I'm going to get some really valuable information on growing my business and hiring and things like that so take a look at what's in your back pocket already what can you offer um I I honestly like I know a lot of people think against this but like give your services for free. Like you, if you're in the situation where you're wanting to make this happen so bad, you will make it happen and just never neglect like the back pocket services and the back pocket skills that you have already. I think another thing within the research part of this is understanding like what people did to actually get to their success. Did they go to school for it? What courses did they take? How much money did they raise for it? what skills are making them unique, you can really study people. And like now that we're on social media, it's like an open door to everybody's business. And you can kind of study what made them successful on Instagram or YouTube or things like that. And people have case studies on really successful businesses that you can read. There are so many different resources that we can tap into today. So once you have your plan of attack kind of mapped out, your timeline, some finance goals, some skill set goals. Maybe you have some lined up meetings with people that have done it before. Now you got to build your skills. Start working on the things that are helping you get to your goal. Take those five top things that you need to check off your list. And while you're researching or teaching yourself how to do these things, you're going to start to understand what sticks out to you and what grasps your, your full attention and what you're really taking in take those things and run with it. Like those are the things that make you excited to work and excited to grow, excited to learn more. You want to push forward with the things that really get you motivated. 
I would say usually these things that are standing out to you are the most important and probably the things that you're best at. The next step would be for me to plant the seed, start creating content around it, build a community, even though you're not taking clients yet, or you're not doing this fully on your own, start it as a side hustle. Make sure that you are staying consistent with building like ideas and topics and things that you can share on social media. I think that's really important. Um, Instagram right now just rolled out that they want everybody to be posting every single day. I don't necessarily think that you need to be doing that from the very get go because you're still going to be learning and figuring out what you, what's sticking and everything like that. So I would just brainstorm a bunch of content ideas and start building a platform that you can create a community around that potentially could be future clients. I think like a biggest thing for my Manuka Sunday creative, um, was having that initial community that really trusted me and they saw into my daily life and they liked what I did, what I worked on and things like that. And I built a relationship with these people. So then in turn, when I'm like releasing new services and things, they're being so supportive and they've seen my journey and some of them want to work with me. And I think that's a really, really good way to build a client list. So get your handle, make the Instagram account, make the TikTok account, whatever you're going to do, stay consistent with it and just start building as you're still at your nine to five job and like have it as that side hustle that is consistently getting info out there and getting your name out there. It'll also be a really good way to get comfortable with talking about the topics you're providing and connect with the people in your community. I cannot recommend this enough dm people talk to people about the topics that they're talking about like just be interested and in turn that'll come back to you and your account will grow from that and share your honest opinion i think that people really really appreciate when somebody shows up and not being like the generic five tips to do this i think it's like extremely valuable to share your honest opinion you will connect more with people you will um, gain trust of people because you're not really beating around the bush. You're actually giving them proper information. I can't recommend that enough. So the next thing that I would do, or I mean, I didn't do this very well, but I would start building out your pricing structure. What do you want to be charging for your time? What is a goal that you want to be charging for your time in the future? Um, what is your service actually cost? If it, if you need products or if you need things, uh, softwares, anything that you need to do to like actually do the job well, make a map of that and just basically build your budget. And then when it comes to building a client list, don't be afraid to do things for really cheap at the beginning. Honestly, I, I don't think this is talked about enough. And a lot of people say that it's like not the thing to do, but doing things for free at the very beginning to one, get to know people, get to know how to like work with people and get to know if you're actually good at the service and how you can hone those skills and see like what you're good at, what you're not good at, what you need to put more time into. I think it's very valuable. Um, I talked about it in my last episode about building a client list about how I built a, basically a portfolio from scratch that was pretty much for free. I used a little bit of stuff from my old job, but at the same time, I wasn't really allowed to use that content because it was owned by the company. So yeah, don't be afraid to do things for free. Do it as a way where you're thinking like, this is going to add value to my future structure, my future plan, my future services, my future knowledge, everything like that. Take it as you're being paid with knowledge and experience. 
because that's what people are looking for when they're hiring somebody. They want somebody that can take care of them and treat them well and give them a good service. And sometimes charging a small amount of money starts your sales pipeline. It'll help you network. It'll create that word of mouth. You'll get some testimonials from it. And most importantly, you'll really start to get to know what you like and dislike and what you're good at and what you can hone in on and all the different things that you need to prepare for for building that payment structure. And then eventually you're going to find your tipping point. I find that when you're putting so much effort into a passion project, side hustle, whatever it is, something that you're really, that is really motivating you to keep working on, like say in the mornings, at night, in between lunch breaks, things like that, you're going to start to feel yourself want to put all of your effort into that. And that motivation will turn from maybe you're making like the girl I was talking about before, maybe you're only making half the salary, but sometimes it's enough to push yourself to take that next step and be able to focus full-time on whatever this new passion or skill set is. I think this is going to be a very different timeline for absolutely everybody, depending on your circumstances, what your fallback is, uh, what finances are like, uh, the different structure in your current job. It's all going to look very different. Mine was definitely a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. I was wanting to step away for quite a while till I got to the tipping point and I realized that I had much more time and I wanted to be really focusing in on it. Um, it also got to some points that got a little bit frustrating for me because I was thinking about my other project and ideas that I could be working on that I, did, that I didn't have time for. So this side of things just really gets into believing in what you're doing and believing in the future of it. There's going to be a moment where you're going to be scared shitless, honestly, to make that decision for yourself. But in that moment, just strongly believe I can do this. I've put the work in, I've made the plan, and I am confident in my abilities. And then you just got to book the time to, to do it. I, I will never forget the feeling of me actually committing to like stepping away from the nine to five. And like I had so much guilt because they had taught me so much and I just didn't know how to break it to them. Honestly, I felt bad for some reason. I like, I don't know. It was a weird feeling. I was shaking. I was like almost crying, but I <laughs> didn't cry. And honestly, the results were like, he, my boss was super, super supportive and said like, if you need any recommendations or any help or like ways that I can help you grow, like reach out, always reach out. And so I think like we make these things a lot more difficult in our head. Um, I was very fortunate to have a very positive experience with this because I had a great boss. He taught me so much and I was extremely grateful for him. Um, but yeah, everybody's journey for, with this is going to be different, right? I think like just taking it day by day and there are going to be hardships that come with it and mental blocks that you have to kind of get across. But I promise you it is worth it in the end. And when you're going after something that you truly, truly believe in and that you want to be pouring all of your heart and soul into to build a foundation around it is absolutely worth it and that you need to stay confident in yourself and in your practices in your skills in the community that you're building and what you're doing for your future so if you're feeling that antsiness about taking the step away i promise you there will be no there won't be enough 
podcasts you're listening to, YouTube videos you're watching, books to read, things that will get you ready for that feeling of just finally making the move. It's going to be uncomfortable, but you're going to be so proud of yourself and so happy. And I just feel like this weight was relieved from me that I'm like, I can finally have the freedom to do what I really want to do. And that is what should push you forward to take the next step. So my last point on this will be ending everything off by saying like, you need to start believing this as your future career or as your current career. Treat it like it's your full-time business and that you should be putting the effort that it deserves into it. The research, the, the commitment, everything like that, that you're putting into your current nine to five job. I mean, the hours are going to be different when it's a side hustle, but start working on it with full intention that you're going to be building something for your future. And because you put that intention into it, it's going to be valuable. It's going to grow faster. There's going to be momentum and you're going to have that itch to drive it forward even more. Taking that next step and starting my own business, building what I really believe in and surrounding some services around that and being able to do what I want to do and make my own schedule, things like that, has been the best decision I've ever made for myself. And I encourage you to take the time to really think about how you can do the same. Because honestly, thinking back to the most stressful days where I was leaving, I was leaving the office crying because I was so stressed and I couldn't get work done and I was just putting so much pressure on myself to make other people happy and building somebody else's business yes it had an amazing amazing experience and i learned an immense amount of information that i've taken into my own business but if i'm being honest the worst days in my current business haven't been even close to being as stressful as working for somebody else and building their business so yeah We'll end it off there, (laughs) but I hope you got some little wisdom from this and I just wanted to share my experience and some tips and things that possibly could help drive the needle in taking the next, next step for your future. So with that, I hope you have an amazing day. If you liked this episode, please share with a friend, share on social media, tag me at Manuka Sunday. Um, I love to chat in the DMs with anybody that's listening and has some uh, comments on the episode. So feel free to message me and yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's where the fun's going to be. I think I'm really excited about this. So I'm going to go into more detail about that um, probably next week in the later episodes now that I have like a format going on. But yeah, I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.